Hi, my name is Zoe, and this podcast is focusing on language and culture in Asia. Today, we'll be discussing loanwords, which is a very loaded topic. Loanwords are a crucial part of language for many reasons. Interestingly enough, it can provide some historical documentation that we can synthesize with existing knowledge to understand how different communities interacted and influenced one another, in addition to what those interactions may have looked like based on the nature of the loanwords. Loanwords are taken from one language and assimilated into another language's vocabulary identically or with some minor changes depending on the language. Loanwords occur throughout all areas of the world in many major languages. The country we'll be focusing on and the language we'll be focusing on is Japan and Japanese. A 1991 Japanese dictionary listed 33,500 loanwords. Loanwords have been around for centuries due to trade, colonialism, and regional closeness allowing for interaction between groups of people. Japan specifically has an incredibly large array of loanwords, many coming from China and Korea in its early days. China's culture and language had a massive impact on language in Asia, specifically countries such as Japan and the Koreas. Beginning in the 16th century, though, the Japanese language and loanwords began coming in through merchants and missionaries arriving from the West. Western influence is reflected in Japan's three main writing systems, kanji, hiragana, and katakana. Kanji uses symbols that were borrowed and influenced by Chinese writing systems. The influence dates back to the first century and was crucial in the development of the Japanese language. Hiragana and katakana both use characters to express syllables and sounds rather than using symbols. Western influence is reflected in the use of katakana. which is frequently utilized for loanwords. Such loanwords do not have symbols through kanji and and thus the use of the syllable sound-based system of katakana. Japan's Western loanwords can be traced back to specific time periods beginning in the 16th century where trading with other countries was novel and frequent. The major influential languages include Portuguese, for instance, tobacco and tobacco, indicating some sort of trade involving tobacco or some sort of introduction from the Portuguese. And then we have Dutch. Mes in Dutch and mesu in Japanese means scalpel. Many Dutch loanwords are still used for medical terminology in Japan, indicating the Dutch sharing some sort of medical knowledge, tools, and techniques. French, German, Russian, and Spanish also have hugely influential places among the Japanese language from that time period introducing many words that were cultural to each place, such as beret for French, for the French. The sharing of fashion, sports, and food are all heavily reflected in the Japanese lexicon from that time period. Not only were there new words, but there were also new objects and concepts that the Japanese adopted. Italian also had an influence and introduced the word fascio, which is fascio and fascizumu in Japanese, and this means fascism in English which is very telling considering the Italian use of fascism in the early 20th century. As briefly described, many loanwords are reflective of the interactions between cultures, whether that be trading goods or knowledge. Though many loanwords from languages didn't survive, many are still used in Japan today. Additionally, none of the English loanwords from the 16th century trade period survived. But there is a revival of English loanwords in the early 20th century, especially during the U.S. occupation of Japan after World War II. Loanwords have since become even more popular and frequent due to the rise of technology. 
literally, words such as fakusu, meaning facts in English, are a result of technological advancement. Loanwords will always exist so long as new vocabulary in all languages is being employed and new concepts and inventions are being developed. In another way, the interconnectedness of the world through technology allows for the prominence of American, along with the prominence of American culture online, has allowed for both Japan and the USA to adopt many loanwords from each other, some being fads and some possibly longer lasting, such as cinema or kinema in Japanese. Japan is a key example of how loanwords can influence a language. The US had a massive impact on them, but on another hand, Japan also had a massive impact on the US in terms of loanwords and different cultural values. While this is interesting, not many countries share the same amount of influence as Japan has had or don't allow it. Japan is a key example of how loanwords can influence a language, but how have they been able to adopt so many loanwords and have so many influences while still maintaining a cultural identity? That's a question for another episode.